Hey, this is Russell Wilson. This is Joe Montana. This is Dak Prescott. Hey, this is Jason Kelsey, and you're listening to Rob Motti. Rob Motti. Rob Motti. Rob Motti. I am Rob Motti. Welcome to the AP Pro Football Podcast. It's finally NFL Draft Day. We're here in Kansas City. My mock draft 2.0, the last version, it's out with big changes at the top. So check it out on APnews.com. Aaron Rodgers is finally on the J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. He got traded for a haul. We'll talk about that coming up. But we have two special guests who could be top 10 picks, maybe even top five. Alabama star edge rusher Will Anderson and Texas running back Bijan Robinson. Both guys, along with Ohio State quarterback C.J. Stroud, are featured in season three of Overtime's Draft House. That's a series that shines a light on an athlete's journey from preparing for the draft to draft day to post-draft. Really enjoyed my conversations with both guys. Let's kick it off with Will Anderson. Will, appreciate you doing this, man. I'm sure you're excited about finally getting it over with. What what has this pre-draft process been like for you, man? It's been easy. I only had like three top 30 visits, the Texans, Detroit, and the Seahawks. Um, So I really just been working out, spending time with my family, getting my body back right in. That's really been like the most important thing for me. So it's been good. I can't complain. Was that three visits your choice and your agency deciding that you're only going to limit them or how did that play out? No, those were the only teams that, you know, wanted to meet with me and wanted me to come out there and see everything and talk with them and spend some time with them. I I guess they saw all they needed to see on tape, man, and know that you're going to be one of the top guys going. What what stands out to you from whether it was the combine interviews, uh, the visits, the top 30 Anything stand out to you about your meetings with teams and coaches and, and the different staffs? Yeah, um, like all the teams I met with, they were really great. You know, all the teams I met with at the Combine, uh, they were phenomenal. All my meetings went really well. Um, the coaching staffs are great. The president in the room, the energy in the room was really good. Um, I had got really good feedback. And I think for me, the biggest thing is just the feedback. I just want to see, like, how can I improve my game, you know, and stuff like that. And, you know, this whole process, that's really what it's been about. So, like, everything's been really great. I'm really excited. Um, me and my family are really excited to be here, and it's a big blessing. Do you get a feeling? Do you have a sense of where you're going? Most mock drafts, I had you going at number three to Arizona. Some feel like you might go number two to Houston. Do you have any sense, any feeling one way or another? I gave that up a long time ago. I'm not going to lie. Like, when free agency started and trades and everything started, I, I just said, I'm going to leave it up to God and put it in his hands and just wait for that phone call next week. That's awesome, man. What was it like for you playing for Coach Saban at Alabama? It was really fun. And it was easy for me because me and Coach Saban, we share the same mentality, the same mindset. And we kind of hold ourselves to the same standard of where we want to be at, what we want to do, and what we want to achieve. So it was really just to understand exactly what he was saying, the messages that he was talking to us about, and how he, you know, moved around every day with, you know, how he um, prepared and everything like that. So it was really easy for me. You know what I'm saying? It was, of course, hard because of practice and meetings, and you're just coming into this, like, new area of your life. But just to go out there and be able to do it was really, you know, was something for me because I'm just used to it and that's what I'm uh, accustomed to. He speaks so highly of you, Will. Uh, a lot of us in the media say we've never heard Coach Saban praise any one of his players or anybody more than you what does that mean to you to hear that that he he looks at you in that way holds you in that regard yeah that's my god man like i go up there now and i go in his office and we talk for about 40 minutes now and it's always good conversations but it's just the level of respect that he has for me and 
the way I've earned his trust. You know what I'm saying? Like I came in, I did everything the right way. And what I, what I did at Alabama was because I loved the place. It was because I was committed and all in. And I think once he seen that, like he knew, like, this is the guy right here. And he trusted me, you know what I'm saying? Like he had called me to his office and we we're talking everything like that. So the level of, you know, confidence he had in me and trust and love for me and me and my family, it was unbelievable. And I'm very grateful. What would it mean to you to be the first non-quarterback taken? Is, is that something special? Yeah, I mean, it is. But, I mean, at the end of the day, like I said, it's all in God's hand. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't, like, be like, well, this is going to happen. This is going to, like, whenever my name gets called, that's when I'm going to be ready to go get back to work and be with the team and be happy. All right. Have you figured out your fit? Like, do you know what you're going to wear? Because that's such a big thing now. Yeah. Uh, I got my suit. It's getting ready. I got a um, – we still got little, little knickknacks to get together, but it's going to be fresh. Uh, you don't want to give away the color or anything like that? No, nah, we can't. We can't. We can't. <laughs> I love that. Hey, man, listen, we look on the tape. We see what you can do on the field. Everybody knows you're a monster. You're a game wrecker. We see what you can do as a defensive player. Uh, obviously, everyone talking about you being the first or most likely to be the first one to go. But what does Will Anderson bring to a team off the field, the character, the intangibles? What's that? What do you bring? Yeah, for me, I just bring a complete person. You know what I'm saying? Like I heard, I hold myself to a very high standard and a high expectation and never to, you know, embarrass myself and my family. So I always treat people with respect. You know, whatever culture that I get, I'm going to do my best to uphold that culture, hold myself accountable, hold others around me. But also treat everybody in the facility with respect. You know what I'm saying? With care and with love because that's their work. This is like a workplace now. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not college anymore. This is, this is a whole like workplace and like, America. So, I mean, these are people going to be working with, you know what I'm saying? So just shooting with them with respect and showing them that they can trust me and knowing that I'm the guy for their program. Are you the kind of guy who feels like you could walk into a team and instantly become a leader or, or as a rookie, do you feel like you have to earn that role, work into that and, and maybe depend a little bit more on veterans? Yeah, most definitely. I would say the second part, because I mean, I've never played a down of NFL football. You know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, I guess you can't walk into a locker room with a whole bunch of veterans and be like, you need to do this, you need to do that. I don't know what the experience is like. I don't know what, you know, what they've been through, what they're going through. So it's up to me for me to have to go through that, you know, earn their respect, earn their trust, and show them that I'm capable of getting the job done and earning their respect for me to say anything to anybody. Well, you had a ton of individual success at Alabama. We see all the awards that you racked up. Of course, the team was very successful. Now, that might take a little bit in the NFL. We, we don't know. It could be instant. It could take a minute. How prepared are you to handle any of the challenges, any adversity that might come your way? Yeah, good question. Um, I think this year was a really good learning year for me. And what, if anything I didn't learn, if anything I learned this year was really just being true to myself, you know, staying true to myself, staying well understood, knowing that the preparation that you put in every day and trusting in the process that you've been doing your whole life or the whole time you're getting ready to lead up to the game, just keep trusting it. And as time goes by, you're going to start progressing. You're going to start getting better and better and better each week. So if you have a bad game, go to the next game. But just keep doing what you're doing. You know, don't change what you've been doing. Don't listen to what everybody's saying. And I think that's how you really get knocked off your game. So just believe it and have the confidence in yourself and knowing that everything's going to be okay and having faith in God. Tell me about Bryce Young because there's some – obviously the talent for Bryce is obvious. We see it. We know what he can do. There's some people who may question his size. Can he handle the rigors of being in the NFL? I mean, you practiced against this dude day in and, and day out. What what do you see in Bryce? 
Yeah, I see a complete player, honestly, like a player that's been going there and can change the program around instantly. I think he just has a type of effect on people. You know, Bryce is going to go in, he's going to work his butt off. He's going to keep his head down and work really hard to earn the trust of those guys in the, in the locker room and show them that, you know, this is why I deserve to be here. This is why, you know, I deserve to be quarterback here. And they're going to gel with him. You know what I'm saying? I think that's the type of effect he has. But the way he can, you know, take over a game and bring others along with him, I think that's what makes him really special. Are there any guys in the NFL now or maybe past that, that you look at that you kind of take a little bit of their game from or feel like you model your game a little bit after? Yeah, so for me, I like watching like Khalil Mack, Von Miller, and uh, Nick Bosa just because those are a lot of speed-to-power guys. Uh, they know how to work off speed-to-power and stuff like that. Tell me a little bit, man, about what you're doing with overtime. How much fun have you had filming that, and what can viewers expect to see? Yeah, it was really fun. I think uh, it really got fun when like um, when I just got to be with the other guys like Bijan and CJ because, I mean, I've never really hung around those guys before because we're all in different schools, but I'm pretty sure like they've hung out before because they're both offensive guys. But, man, it was really fun. Then we had Najee pull up to the grip, and I played with Najee, and he's crazy. But, I mean, that they're great. Let me tell you like one thing about overtime. Like the staff is great. You know, they're very flexible. They work with you. I mean, they came to my house. They ate with us. We had a really good time. Um, they were very respectful, so I can't say enough good things about overtime, but just having the opportunity to work with them, uh, it was very special. Uh, like some of the games we did, you know, some of like the Ram truck stuff we did, the draft house. It's going to be very exciting. Uh, I watched a little preview already, so make sure y'all tune into that because it's going to be it's going to be cool. Uh, Bijan and CJ did a really good job as well, too. So, yeah, it was fun. Well, man, I- I'm looking forward to it. Can't wait to see that series. On overtime, looking forward to seeing you next week in Kansas City and and find out where you're headed to being in the NFL and, and wish you a ton of blessings. Thank you. I appreciate it. B. John Robinson's considered the best running back in the draft, an elite talent, but there's no consensus on where he'll go because of the way teams have valued running backs or the decreased value, I should say, of running backs in the NFL draft over the past few years. 15 years ago, maybe 20 years ago, he would have been the number one overall pick. Now, who knows? He, he could go 4, 5, 8, 26 like I had him at one point, 15. We'll find out. Here's B. John Robinson. What's this uh, draft process been like for you? Yeah, it's been it's been amazing, man. It's been uh, such a blessing um, just to be able to be a part of it and just, to you know, meet so many new people, build so many new relationships and even just see a lot of different players uh, throughout the process. But it's been a great process. Um, I'm just glad to be on it. You got to go through a ton of interviews. You do them at the combine then you got pro day. And then, of course, there's the top 30 visits. Is there anything that stands out to you? Um, I think just. <clears throat> You know, just just building building relationships with coaches and and general managers. Um, you know, they all have different perspectives of how they go about their teams and and how they go about their business in in so many different ways. Um, and for me, you know, nothing really came to a surprise just because, like, you know, I've been been blessed to have a lot of different NFL players kind of kind of pick me up through the process uh, and that the process that they went through. So. I was more just like kind of looking for different different things that teams did and and that they talked about. But yeah, man, I mean that that's been the only kind of the only thing um that that got to me. Did you get a chance like when you go in to visit some of the teams to see players there too as well? Is that what you you're talking about? Like some of those conversations, yeah. or you had those previously? 
Yeah, previously. Uh, and then even like during my workouts, you know, the, the NFL player, their NFL guys will come back to to the gym in Austin um, and just kind of just pick me up to speed uh, and, and what they've been through and how they did things. And obviously, like our our destinations are different and our, our process is different, but just giving me like different different keys and different cues of how how everything went about. How many visits did you have? I, I was talking to Will Anderson last week and he was like, he, he only did three. I only um, had two. You only had two. Which teams? Yep. Uh, the Eagles and the Buccaneers. Oh, wow. So I covered the Eagles for 20 years and now I'm in Tampa. So that's two teams I'm very familiar with. And I know the Eagles fan base loves you, man. Like I I was just up in Philly this weekend and that's all they're talking about is Bijan Robinson. What would that be like? You know, no one Jalen Hurts is there. AJ Brown, like that offense is phenomenal to add a piece like you. What would that be like? I mean, shoot. I mean, obviously, like any team I would go to would be amazing. Um, but that that team right there, that's a great team, great offense. You know, my agent is is Jalen's agent. Um, so the, she she's really familiar with the program as well. But yeah, that would, that would definitely be an electric offense. Uh, if if I was blessed to to get drafted there, everyone agrees you're a top five talent, top ten talent. But nobody knows where you're going to go in the draft. Like some. Mocks have you at three, four, five, 10, 20, whatever it may be, because of the value on running backs has changed. How do you feel about that? Um, You know, like I always say, you know, obviously everybody has, you know, opinions. um, And and I I understandably so, you know, the the running back position, it's it's came to, there's guys that are are very one dimensional. um, But I feel if you, if I always say it, if you have a guy that can, be really versatile and, and, and do, do all three, you know, you can line them up anywhere in the offense at receiver at slot and have just as much an effect as he does at running back. Then I think that that's when the value of the position really, really takes off. And, you know, I, you know, I understand where, where people are coming from when it says, well, if this was like 20 years ago, you know, you, you'd probably be the first pick in the draft. Um, but I mean, I think that if you have a, if a, if a guy that can do, do so many great things, on the field and then so many great things off the field. Um, then I think that that's where, that's where the value it, it grows a lot more. So I mean, that, that's all I can say, say on that as of right now. We know what your talent is like on the field. We see the film, we see the tape. We know you're obviously the best running back coming out in, in this draft. What are you going to bring to a team off the field intangibles, character standpoint, all of that stuff, Bijan? Yeah. So, I mean, so my faith is a big thing. Um, you know, I play for God and and he, he's the one that blesses me to do everything. So even just bringing that part of it into a team and then even off the field, you know, I'm, I'm a big guy. I'm a big believer in, in giving back to so many communities, um, to charities, to to kids, uh, animals, homeless, homeless, the homeless, like it, you name it, man. I, I'm, I'm a big, big believer in that because. You know, I feel that I've been blessed to do something on the field, but there's so many people that are watching on the field. So when they get to, you know, see you off the field and when they get to, you know, just even just interact with you and and for me to just be a friend to to those people and to everybody else that's supporting you along the way, then I think that that's when you start changing communities and, and changing cities. Um, and then even that's when it grows to, you know, the the country and, and that that's when just just your light shines over everybody. So I think that that's what's important um, because, you know, fo- football is the platform that, that I've been blessed with. But I think the the difference maker is when it comes to off the field and what, what I can do to so many people off the field. So that's, that, that's what I would, that's what I would say. I love that you mentioned faith because I, 
I, I was going to ask you what your faith awesome. means to you, man, because I, I see God is the way is something that you wrote on yeah. on Twitter. You know, how important is that to you? It's the most important thing. The most important thing. I mean, if if I didn't have the Lord in my life, I wouldn't have been here talking to you. Um, and, you know, he he's the one that 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 blesses me to do everything. Uh, he, he's the one that that gives me the the conscience, the the heart, the mind um, to do everything that that and even all decisions that I make. You know, I always got to pray about everything um, that I do, just because, like, you know, you can go into a situation blind and not know what's going on, but just knowing that you have God right there covering you, then that's that's what makes the comfort level um, what it is. And you know, I, I mean, I can talk about this all day, just because. My, my love for him is 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 endless, but he he's he's the he's the one that 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 blesses me to just just do everything, man, do everything, and I and I got to give back to him um, with with all my heart. That's that's what I do. Well, at some point, wherever you end up, uh, I'll make a point to 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 stop by. I'll be in Kansas City too, of course, to, okay. to see you at okay. the draft, and uh, yeah. we'll talk about that more in depth at at a later date for yep. sure. Yep. It, Bijan, a lot of guys, you know, we ask them these questions. Who do you model your game after or what player? Like, I, it kind of bothers me sometimes because I feel like you're an individual, right? You're not this guy. You're not trying to be that guy. You want to be who you are. Absolutely. But are there players whose game you looked at over the years, maybe growing up, and, and that you feel like, hey, I, there's parts of his game, parts of his game, and you combine it? Yeah. So, like, LaDainian Thomason, um, shoot, Marshall Falk, like, I like I like the older older style running backs and and those are two dudes that I like a lot just because they can catch out the backfield and still make make an impact in the same way as as being a running back and for me like watching those guys and and seeing like different game tapes of what people send me and what I what I see about them like they always make the first two guys miss and they always break break tackles and still is moving full speed going forward um, and I love that about their game um, and th- those are those are two guys that I like a lot. And I guess like I watch, so you know, my grandfather he was a he was a Pac-10 Pac-10 official for for thirty years. So he had he did Reggie Bush Reggie Bush's games, and Reggie Bush was the guy that that I love um, love to watch, and just even just seeing the excitement that he brought to the game, and the same excitement that I'm trying to bring to the game as well. Um, he he was definitely a guy that that I looked at and looked up to um, a lot. So those are those are like three dudes who I'd say I watch a lot of a lot of to this day. Um, when I get the chance. Well, I'll be talking to somebody next year who's probably going to say they've been watching you already. So that, that's just the way it, it goes, man. But yep, yep. T- tell me this. I, I know you were involved in the overtime series, Will Anderson. How much fun was that? What, what was that like? What can we see? Oh, man, it, it was so much fun. Um, just being with Will and CJ, like, that was awesome, man. Just because we already know each other um, and we know each other for so many years now. So now when we were, it was just us three together. Um, it was, it was a blast, man. And, and we had a good time doing it. And I mean, overtime was just absolutely amazing. Like throughout the whole process, like the coolest dudes, you know, you can, you can never work with, uh, but it wasn't even work. Like it was just fun. Like it was, it was, they're, they're capturing our life and, and how we go about our business during the draft process. But I, mean, I, I love those dudes a lot. And even just Will and CJ, like, I mean, we, we just had a blast, man. Like it was just so much fun. And I think that you guys are going to love it. it. It's such a cool documentary just to see, um, you know, how we go about everything. And that it's, it's going to be, it's going to be fun to watch. I, I'll tell you that. How much did you know CJ or will before that, before you had that opportunity to get together? 
or I, I've known them since uh, since high school, since high school. You know, we all we grew up together, seven on sevens, the camps. So we we we've known each other for for a long time. So it was just it was easy to to work with each other, to get with each other, and just have fun. And, and you know, it's crazy. It's like the three of you could be all top ten, top five, top seven, top six, whatever it may be. Was there any kind of, of in those conversations and anything that we may see some competitive? juices maybe some trash talking like or i'm gonna oh, yeah. be going for any any of that stuff i i wouldn't say like the the number wise like we, we didn't really talk about that but we definitely you'll, you'll definitely see some competitiveness uh between us three you know even just getting in the games and, and playing games and you'll, you'll see it, it's it's coming out it's coming out so um in that part like it's gonna be fun it's, it's gonna be funny like y'all gotta laugh everything like it was just like such a good time um but you'll, you'll see it you'll see it for sure well, I'm looking forward to it, man. Uh, I really appreciate your time. Wish you a ton of blessings and, and can't yeah, wait to hear your name called in Kansas City. I, I appreciate you. Same, same with you. Thank you for having me. Time for some final thoughts. We've known for over a month that Aaron Rodgers was going to the New York Jets. The Packers had no choice. They actually didn't want him. They weren't going to keep him. They were ready to turn everything over to Jordan Love, and their only option was to make a deal with New York since Rodgers wanted to play there, and he wasn't going to retire. So somehow, even though it seemed like the Jets had all the leverage, the Packers come out with a tremendous deal. The teams flip first-rounders, which kind of cancels each other out. The Packers get number 13 now, and the Jets go to number 15. I know it's two spots, not that big a deal. So that kind of cancels each other out. But then Green Bay gets a second rounder, which is number 42 in this draft, and a sixth rounder this year while the Jets get a fifth rounder. So that's cancel out the sixth and the fifth and then the 13 and the 15. And they're getting a second round pick number 42. So I thought that's where it's going to be. That's it. Then they make a steal. They also get a conditional 2024 second round pick that can become a first rounder if Rodgers plays 65% of the plays for the Jets next season. So barring injury, that's an additional first rounder for a guy who may play only one or two years. It's an incredible deal for Green Bay, far more than anyone expected. Now, of course, they traded a Hall of Fame player, first ballot Hall of Famer, one of the greatest players in NFL history, and they're not better for it but a potential first-round pick next year, plus a two this year, canceling out the other two, I mean, that's an excellent deal for the Packers. That's it for this week. Thank you to Will Anderson and BJ Robinson, and thank you for listening. Please be sure to download and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen to your pods. Also, check out my colleague, Ralph Russo, and his AP Top 25 college football podcast. Till next week, I'm Rob Motti, reminding you, make a difference. Be a blessing. Thank you.